In the majestic name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, we pause now to say thank you for another opportunity to proclaim your holy and divine word. As we come, our Father, we come confessing that we have no message that, but the message you will send through us. But we stand freely. We are not bound, but we are dependent upon the Holy Spirit that he may guide us, not only the words out of my mouth, but that he will allow us to open our hearts and that we will be receptive to your word. Oh, thank you, Master, for the joy we get when we are in your presence and when we are doing your will. Loose now my stammering tongue and allow your word to be clear that when we leave here tonight, we will be even stronger than we are right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. To God be the glory to... Uh, my, my friend, uh, Reverend Higby, and to Mrs. Higby, uh, to, to my friend, uh, uh, Brother Patterson, and I, I met your father back there, and I had to look up the both of you. <laughs> I am uh, uh, to the all of the ministers of this church and to the offices, to the ministers and officers and members of Tabernacle, and to each of you, my brothers and sisters, how good it is to be in his house tonight. And uh, we come not as strangers, but as brothers and sisters with one common thing, and goal in mind, and that is to worship the Lord and to fellowship in the beauty of holiness. We are so pleased to be in your presence, and I do want to recognize uh, my wife that brought the rainbow. <laughs> Amen. Don't plan to bother your patient long, but I just want us to look from the book of Daniel's uh, chapter 6. And if you look at verse 13, these words are penned. Then answered they and said before the king, that Daniel, which is of the children of captivity of Judas, regarded not thee, O king, nor the decree that thou hast signed, but maketh his petition three times a day. Uh, pray with us, if you will, from the subject, just keep on praying very simple. If we are to become 
the community of believers and the pleaser of God and to do his will, then we can't do it with just flesh and blood. We have to do it by the will of the Spirit. And in order to stay in touch with the Spirit of God, we have to continue to make conversation with him. And that's what prayer is. Prayer is simply talking to God, telling him, not always asking for something, but just telling him how good he is and how appreciative you are for him allowing his son to do what he did for all of us. For while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so I want to ask us to just keep on praying. When we pray, God has a way of saving us from the lion's den. Uh, Verse 16 of that sixth chapter said, Then the king commanded and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Daniel, uh, thy God whom thy serve continuously, he will deliver thee. Let's go, if you will, back to the point of how this all got started. As we know, uh, Daniel came from uh, Judah, uh, Judea, and um, he was one of the captive. He was captive as a slave uh, for uh, the king of Babylon because of his bright mind. He had a brilliant mind, and of course, you do know that he had three friends. Three praying friends named Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So therefore, Daniel here, after having been brought to a strange land, the king spirit saw the spirit of the true and living God within Daniel. Let me tell you, That if the Spirit of the Lord is really in you, you don't have to hold up a sign. You don't have to wear a big cross around your neck. That Spirit of God is so penetrating until it just comes right out at you. And the only thing uh, you find yourself doing is saying, I surrender. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So therefore, the king looked and saw what God had put in Daniel. He saw the spirit that was in Daniel. And therefore, he placed this captive, this person that he brought from another place over the province of Babylon. Now, 
as back then, as now, there is always that word you have to confront that is called jealousy. Amen. Uh, there were 12 presidents and they had a president over them. But the king put Daniel in charge of all of them. And someone looked around and said, now, wait a minute. We've been here first. And here, this person who came as a captive, the king has placed him over us. So then they began to politics. They began to scheme. They began to try and find an occasion against Daniel. But they looked and they looked, but they couldn't find anything. Let me I tell you something about some folk. If they can't find something wrong on you, they'll make up something. They couldn't find anything on Daniel. They peeped around the corner. They looked in his trash can. But they couldn't find anything. So they got back together and said, we got to come up with another strategy. The devil has a way of taking right and making it look like it's wrong. They looked at Daniel and discovered that uh, they knew how they could get him. So then they went to the king and said, King, live forever. I think you are a great man. In fact, you are so great, I think you ought to have something in your honor. We, we ought to put up a statute. And, and, and no one are privileged to make petition to his God for 30 days except you, king. So that sounds pretty good with the king. Let me tell you, be careful how uh, folk volunteer good stuff for you. There is always something else around the corner. Amen. So when Daniel heard that, he immediately went back to his room, opened up his window, taught Jerusalem, fell on his face, and began to talk to the Lord. <clears throat> And of course, look at the binoculars. They saw Daniel on his knees. Notice now, no petition, no prayers were to be made 
to any God except to that statute for at least 30 days. Daniel has broken the rule. He is praying. And now those who were jealous, they are so happy. Because folk get happy when they get something on you. At least if it's not right. They get sad if they get something on you that's good. And if they can't turn it into something bad, you make them sad. Look, if you will. Daniel is praying. They got back together. Those presidents said, oh, yeah, we got him now. Say, he, he just went against the order and the decree that the king has made. Let's go to the king and let's call a meeting. They went to the king and say, King Darius, uh, Darius, however you want to pronounce his name, it's more than one way to pronounce it. Uh, you remember the decree that you made? And you put your name, your signal, your seal on it? The king said, Yes. Well, that fella that you brought over here and placed over us when I was next in line for the position, you put him over us and now he has disobeyed. I saw him a few moments ago praying. And not only does he do it one time, he does it three times. How does it make you feel, King Darius? It made him to feel sad because Daniel was his friend. He had come to grip with the fact that there was a spirit in Daniel. That was different from the spirit in any other person. And that was the reason for which he received the promotion. So the king had Daniel brought to him. And that's where point number one comes in. The king labor uh, until the Bible says, the going down of the sun, trying to find a way for Daniel not to have to go into the lion's den. But he couldn't find a way. And therefore, the king called Daniel and those who made a ray of Daniel said, Put him in the lion's den. Looks at Daniel and said, Your God is able to deliver you from the lion's den. In other words, he was saying, I got enough faith. I've known you long enough. How many of us in here tonight have walked among our peers, our friends, our family, our neighbors to the point where they can draw their faith 
of your faith. The king said, because of the spirit that I've seen in you, I got faith that your God is going to save you from the den of lions. So they cast Daniel into the den of lions. And the king walked back and forth in his house, in his palace, all night worrying about whether or not Daniel's life was going to be spared. What is Daniel doing? Daniel is sleeping as if there was a pastor-peated mattress <laughs> brought in the lion's den. In other words, he was given a massage all at the same time. He laid his head on one of the lion's stomach, propped his feet, on another lion's back. And there were two other lions fanning their tail, giving him air. And God is a good God. That next morning, Darius have walked the floor all night worried. That next morning, he rushed to the lion's den, hesitantly, he said, Daniel, were your God able to save you? And he paused because he wasn't listening for any voice to come back. And then after a while, Daniel said, O king, live forever. The God that I serve. Point number two has protected me in the lion's den. King, I slept better last night than I've been able to sleep for a long time. You know when the right spirit is in you, it brings a kind of peace that surpasses all understanding. The king had the men to bring Daniel up out of the lion's den. Daniel came up and there would the king ask him, what, what, what happened? He said, well, king, uh, the God that I serve, I, I know the intention was for them to eat me up but God has so much power until he lock the lion's jaw. The lions couldn't eat me if they wanted to because their jaws were on lockdown. And thereby, thereby, he protected me. Now... I want us to be careful how we politically straightjacket folk. 
uh, because I, I keep hearing the word that says you're going to reap what you sow. Watch this, if you will. The king says to those very men that had Daniel no thrown, had Daniel thrown in the lion's den, he said, now you cast them in there. But look at this, not only them, their wives and their children. And the Bible said that, that the lion, uh, uh, can I theologize? That, that the lion had a Sunday good time meal. The bones began cracking even before they reached the bottom of the dead. And if you are faithful, you don't have to worry about trying to always make a way for you. Stay in the will of the Lord. How many of you know that the Lord will make a way for you even out of nowhere? Look at Daniel, if you will. King Darius promoted Daniel again. Now Daniel has a very high position in the Medes and the Persians. Daniel is the man now. So lest I preach too long, point number three, I want you to see that God is forever here unto the end. Notice I didn't say until because until is limited. Uh, until has time written on it. But unto is infinity. It just keep going. So I want you to know that God is here forever unto the end. And one day he is coming back. Some of us may be thinking that we are not in the lion's den. We don't need to be safe or saved from the lions. Some may be thinking that we don't need to be protected from the lions. But haven't you read of what the word say that Satan is moving among us like a roaring lion. He's out to get you. But God so loved the world that while we were yet sinners before this new world came into being, Jesus died for us all. And the reason why we can come together tonight in the spirit in which we are here is because Jesus came, suffered, died, buried, 
resurrected. On Easter Sunday morning. And when he got up, all power, he said, is in my hand. Not only just the power on earth, but under the earth, and on the earth, and in heaven. In other words, when Jesus was in the tomb, Jesus just didn't have a good night's sleep. Jesus went further down in the grave. Because there were some folk who died a long time before Jesus came. So he went further down in the grave. In fact, all the way back to Adam and Eve. And he saved them from their sin. He came on back by a place that's called hell. Went to Satan and snatched the keys from his hand. Keys means authority. If Jesus had been resurrected without having the authority over Satan, he would have some power, but not all power. Jesus came back by that early Easter Sunday morning, boasting and and praising God of the fact that all power is in my hand. And I can rejoice tonight because it was through that power that I'm saved. How many of you know you saved tonight? How many of you glad that you were saved tonight? How many of you won't take nothing for your journey? Isn't God a good God? Has he ever done anything for you? Has ever been a time in your life when you thought that was the end, but then you kept on going and the end kept on moving? Satan thought he had you, but redemption had more power. From the waters, love lifted us. The love of God, the agape God. I'm glad tonight that I know him for myself. I don't know where I would be without the Lord. Can I just tell you that my father died when I was two months old and my mother died when I was 12 years old. I could have been anywhere or or nowhere. But I got saved on that night that my mother died at the age of 12 years old. I didn't know what I was doing, but I talked to her the best I could. And let me tell you, you don't have to have any special way. If you have a sincere heart, if you have a desire to talk to the Lord, he'll listen to you in any way you can communicate to him. I talked to the Lord, and he heard my cry. And I'm not ashamed. The Lord kept me. He kept me. He kept me from falling. I stumbled. But he kept me from falling. And I'm not ashamed to tell you. He walks with me. He talks with me. When my wig get dark. My road get rough. My wig get tough. 
the Lord, the Lord, the Lord is with me. I just keep on praying. I just keep on talking to him. I keep my line of communication open because I know that whatever I have to face, I can tell daddy about it. 